special word of welcome to Maria Gracia, Peter's wife, and to her sons Duncan and Mike. Welcome to family members who are here, Sylvia, Alina, Sandra, Natalie and Gary. And welcome also to those who will be joining us on the audio recording, especially Pete, Peter's son, who is in Saudi Arabia. Uh, and also uh, uh, Judith, uh, Grant, uh, Judith uh, Mike's uh, wife, and Adriana and Soraya in Spain, Harry, Peter's brother in England, and other family members. The funeral uh, takes place in quiet circumstances here at this cemetery. In other times, many more people would have been here, friends and family, send their sincere condolences on the occasion of the death of Peter and are sad not to be able to be here. Today we have come to say farewell to someone who was much loved and respected. He was a man who was very good in every respect. He was very gifted with a fine mind and the world. He had a very sensitive nature and was exceptionally kind and respectful of other people. He had a long and happy marriage to Maria and was exceptionally solicitous of her. Very loving father, grandfather and good family man. We thank God for all the blessings that have been shown to him over the years and have come through him to others. The family here are very proud of him and rightly so. He was a good man, very kind and very sincere. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. My dear brothers and sisters, we believe that all the ties of friendship and affection which knit us as one throughout our lives do not unravel with death. Confident that God always remembers the good that we have done and forgives our sins, let us pray asking God to gather Peter to himself. Lord our God, the death of our dear brother Peter recalls our human condition and the brevity of our lives here on earth. But for those who believe in your love, death is not the end nor does it destroy the bonds that you forge in our lives. We share the faith of your son's disciples and the hope of the children of God. Bring the light of Christ's resurrection to this time of testing and pain as we pray for Peter and for those who have loved him in this life. We ask this through Christ our Lord. A reading from the Gospel of St. Matthew. Seeing the crowds, Jesus went up the hill, and there he sat down and was joined by his disciples. Then he began to speak, and this is what he taught them. How happy are the poor in spirit, theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Happy the gentle, they shall have the earth for their heritage. Happy those who mourn, they shall be comforted. Happy those who hunger and thirst for what is right, they shall be satisfied. Happy the merciful, they shall have mercy shown them. And happy the pure in heart, they shall see God. 
Happy the peacemakers, they shall be called sons of God. Happy those who are persecuted in the cause of right, theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And happy are you when people abuse you and persecute you and speak all kinds of calumny against you on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward will be great in heaven. arranging a funeral, I very often choose a reading from the Gospel that reflects a person's life. Today I have chosen the Sermon on the Mount from Matthew's Gospel for Peter's funeral today. In my mind it somehow speaks the way that Peter lived his own life, for it calls on us to live with high standards and virtue, to be merciful, to be kind and to be just. The world very often has a different set of standards. These words of the Sermon on the Mount turn the world upside down, for it's not the rich and the famous, the powerful that will inherit the earth, but it will be the meek and the gentle. It is those that are blessed. Over a whole lifetime it was easy to see that Peter was such a man, a gentle man of old world manners, kindly and respectful for others, quiet and gentle and unassuming and modest. The qualities and the virtues of the Beatitude and the Sermon of the Mount shone out in him. He would in his modest ways have been the last to realise all of this. Those last years of his life were blighted by ill health and growing infirmity. In the last months of his life, there was concern for his health. But he died very peacefully, having become unwell in the company of his son Duncan and at the hospital that he was being cared for. Looking back, he lived a very long life. He went to school here in this town, having been born in England, and he never quite lost that English accent. He did national service in the 1950s and met and eventually married Maria in 1966. They had a long and happy marriage. He was an exceptionally kind and caring husband to Maria over the years, a very fine husband indeed. He was exceptionally gifted with a fine mind and had a range of interests, classical music, chess, encyclopedias, astronomy, science, inventions, crosswords, puzzles and movies, just to name but a few things. And he loved sports as well, billiards and golf and cricket. As I've mentioned to you already before, he had a very fine mind and was very interested in all sorts of things. In his working life he was particularly known for working at the Hoover plant, a respected colleague known for kindness to those he came in contact with. He was a very fine and good father to Pete, Duncan and Mike and I'm sure it was a great joy for him to see each of them do well in life, to grow up and to be fathers themselves. And he was delighted to be a grandfather to Sylvie, Natalie, Gary, Adriana and Soraya 
He was a very good grandfather, kindly, tender, gentle and warm-hearted. In nature, as you will know, he was a very quiet man, had the quietest of ways. He was maybe the kind of man who thought a lot and said little. As I mentioned to you before, he had an exceptionally fine mind, an enormous love for classical music and a prolific knowledge of it. This is reflected in the choice of music today at this service. Our thoughts especially go to Maria Gracia today, such a long and happy marriage, so many blessings over the years, such sadness to be parted in these days, but they both look forward to being reunited again with one another in heaven. Peter himself was so kind and so good. Today the family in this cemetery that are gathered and others who are gathered in other places, many friends, want to recognise the blessings that his life has been to them and to so many others. Peter, rest in peace as we lay your gentle body here in this cemetery. Rest in peace after your good and kind life. Rest in peace because you have been a genuine inspiration to so many family and amongst your friends too. May you know peace and blessings at the end of your life. May you know the rest of the weary traveller at the end who has reached his destination. Rest in peace. Every blessings now on you and forever, dear friend. Dad was a, a special and devoted family man, someone who stood by his loved ones through difficult times. Everyone who came into contact with Dad always said what a gentleman and a decent person he was. He was exceptionally humble, modest, unassuming and selfless, and content with very little. He never wanted to cause a fuss or ask for help, even when he was in considerable pain. He didn't want to demand too much time of nurses and doctors. Dad had a humble upbringing and although English by birth, he and his family were to move to Scotland in 1941, right in the middle of World War II, and would move many times thereafter. Some of his most memorable times were in the Royal Air Force serving in Malta and Egypt in the 1950s. He married mum in the same year England won the World Cup and my dad helped throughout their marriage and raising three, three children, especially after mum became unwell in the 1980s right up to the present day. Even when he was lying in his hospital bed, he was checking on mum. Throughout all this, he and mum also sacrificed a lot of their three children through private education. After 50 years of marriage, they celebrated their golden wedding anniversary in 2016. Despite his modest upbringing, he had many interests and aspired to many cultural pursuits and had exquisite taste. Dad had almost limitless curiosity. Classical music was a huge passion. Some of his favourites included Mahler Symphony No. 5, Stravinsky's Rite of Spring, Messiaen's Tarantula Symphony, Richard Strauss's Four Last Songs, Wagner and his epic Ring Cycle, 
Frank Martin is Petite Symphonie. Schoenberg's Gouda Lieder, Sansol Organ Symphony No. 3. Others included works by Walton, Sibelius, Bach, Nielsen. Really, there are too many to mention. He was a great admirer of the American bass singer Paul Robeson and the Peruvian coloratura soprano Ima Sumac. Music had a profound impact on Dad and he had a special skill that some may not have realised. If you played the first few seconds of a classical piece, he could invariably identify the composer, the specific work, and even sometimes the orchestra and conductor. A remarkable talent and a great musical ear. Throughout his life, Dad followed the latest chess news and enjoyed playing the game very much. His favourite players, including the Americans Bobby Fischer and Paul Morphy, the Cuban Capablanca, the Russian Alekhine, and the Latvian Mikhail Tal. Dad was fascinated by etymology and linguistics. He was convinced that the language Esperanto would eventually be adopted as the common way to communicate. He loved movies. He would tell me stories about those great cinemas decades ago, which were such a magnet for the community. His favourite actors included Spencer Tracy, Burt Lancaster, Kirk Douglas and the actress, inventor and polymath Hedy Lamarr. He loved the movie Great Expectations and the novel written by Charles Dickens. He was fascinated by the great inventors and scientists throughout history such as Carl Friedrich Gauss and just a few days prior to his passing he was avidly reading about his life story. He was fascinated by the stars and we used to enjoy the sky at night with Patrick Moore. He accumulated 46 volumes of the Encyclopedia Britannica between 1978 and 1990 and always encouraged us, his children, to use these references throughout the education. You would frequently find Dad experimenting with numbers, numerical patterns, crosswords and word puzzles. Needless to say, Dad also enjoyed his sport. He greatly admired the footballer Stanley Matthews, the Portuguese player Eusebio and the Hungarian Puskas. He loved cricket and great players like the Australian Brian Bradman. Golf was also a passion and Dad enjoyed following the greats of the game like Jack Nicklaus and Arnold Palmer. He was also an accomplished snooker and billiards player and was a fan of the great Walter Lindrum and Joe Davis. In Dad's earlier life he was an avid philatelist and whenever he travelled abroad he would also seek out local shops and markets in the hope of acquiring a stamp or a coin in the local currency. I am proud to say that it was Dad's influence that sparked my own interest in many of these areas. When I studied science and engineering at university, it also furthered his own curiosity. We shared many memorable moments listening to music, playing chess, playing golf and snooker, discussing the latest astronomical and scientific discoveries and watching films. We played countless word games, brain teaser puzzles, crosswords and looked through these stamps. It's so hard to witness a man like Dad become frail to see him trying to hold on to some dignity. However, now I know he's in heaven and finally resting in peace and no longer suffering. I will always love him from the bottom of my heart. Finally, to say that on behalf of my myself, mum, my brothers, Peter and Michael, and the family, I would like to really thank you, Dad, for all that you did for us and others throughout your life for the consistent devotion you showed us as a husband, father, brother, and grandfather, uncle and cousin. We will miss you, Dad, enormously. May you rest in peace.
Dear friends, let us join with one another in praying to God, not only for our departed brother, but also for ourselves, for the peace of the world, for those in public office that they may promote justice and peace, for those who bear the cross of pain in mind and body, that God may deliver the soul of his servant Peter and from the powers of darkness that God in his mercy may blot out all our offences. We pray together in the words that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God, our shelter and our strength, you listen in love to the cry of your people. Hear the prayers that we offer for our departed, for our departed. God, our shelter and our strength, we listen in love to the cry of your people. Hear the prayers that we offer for all our de- for our departed brother. Cleanse him from all, all sin and grant him the fullness of your redemption. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Before we go our separate ways, let us take leave of our dear brother. May our farewell express our affection for him. May it ease our sadness and strengthen our hope. One day we shall joyfully greet him again when the love of Christ, which conquers all things, destroys even death itself. To you, Lord, we commend the soul of your servant, Peter. In the sight of this world he is now dead. In your sight may he live forever. Forgive whatever sins he may have committed through human weakness, and in your goodness grant him everlasting peace. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Eternal rest grant Grant unto him, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon him. May he rest in peace, and may his soul and the souls of all the faithful departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen.
God had granted me a son. The summer's day, one by one, how soon they fly on and on. And I am old and will be Yeah.